podcast mark and kimberly spellman here welcoming you welcome that's right welcome glad you're joining us that's today. right you have a choice on where you spend your time and you chose to hit that play button what an honor and a privilege that's right thank to you to have you join us today hope you'll share the podcast with other folks and especially while we're on this series if you have some other folks you think might benefit from our conversation it's the mission of marriage Marriage. we're not going to be going many many more weeks maybe one more week perhaps we'll see but uh, if you missed any of these there's several weeks almost two months well we may pick up some uh, again sometime yeah but i'm just saying make sure you let folks know the last couple months we've been on the mission of marriage kim and i have been on on fridays just uh, sitting around the table talking not only together talking with you most importantly, just let the Holy Spirit guide our conversation. That's right. That's our prayers, that the Holy Spirit would just guide our conversation in, in a way that it would encourage you, strengthen you, equip you. And, uh, of course, we all get stretched. You know, that's what stretched. the truth does. It lengthens our cords. That's right. And then we got to strengthen our stakes. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. I love you read last week or one of the weeks before you talked about the Passion Translation of... Uh, love it talked about love is large love mm. is large you know? large so we've been talking about the mission of marriage which we've been specifically focused on the mission of love, love. so we've been lengthening our cords and we're strengthening our stakes as we grow and we're rooted and grounded love. in agape amen right amen. that's right agape Agape. So thanks for joining the conversation today. And we're going to go to, I think, as a starting point, Kim, let's just go to Romans chapter 5. You know, we've Romans talked about the five. mission of love. We talked a few weeks back, we talked about how, you know, if you're going to walk in love, one of the first attributes mentioned in <laughs> 1 Corinthians 14 or 13, 4 says love suffers long. <laughs> Oh, nobody wants to suffer. Come on. (laughs) No. You know, if we're going to fulfill the mission. We got to put a flesh on it. That's right. Suffer a little bit. Come on. Suffer for love's sake. But you know what? Jesus, it says in 1 Corinthians, I'm sorry, Hebrews 12, it says, for the joy set before him. He endured endured the cross. So there's a joy that we can set before us and we'll endure the suffering. Hello. The joy of a happy marriage, the joy of doing God's will, <laughs> the joy of prosperity and peace in your home. That's right. The joy of a, a legacy of children, generation after generation, walking with the Lord. The joy of total peace, mm-hmm. shalom. That's right. And sweet lips Come in on. your home all the time. That's right. Just the joy of doing life God's way. That's right. So for the joy set before us, we mm-hmm. can endure that's right. And any suffering we might need to endure as, as we put our flesh under and walk in love. Well, and suffering also can be suffering by taking every thought captive. Hello, not saying what you think. Into the <laughs> obedience. Yeah. I mean, that means don't listen to the lies of the enemy. Yeah. Take those thoughts 
if they're not God thoughts, mm-hmm. take those thoughts and bring them back into the obedience yeah. of the Word of God. I mean, how many uh, passionate conversations kept going and then went down four rabbit trails because nobody wanted to suffer. Nobody wanted to suffer. <laughs> they wanted to say what they thought. Ooh, let me it. just <laughs> tell you how I feel. That's right. And while they're talking, you're loading your guns. <laughs> Ready to get a bit back. That's right. You know, just to let them know. So we've all been there. We've all done it. We're we're having a little bit of fun with it, but it does it is something we have to face. It's something we have to overcome. Well, we have to overcome those cycles. That's and right. even last week we talked about that. We have to make a choice mm-hmm. to do things different. That's right. We have to make a choice to do it God's way, Amen. not our flesh's way. That's right. And that is crucifying the flesh. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's what I mean, it is. That's... It is bringing the flesh back mm-hmm. into obedience, back into obedience, back into obedience, back into obedience to the Word of God. And you know what you just said, and I want to just highlight it, spotlight it again, the thought life. you got to take every thought Thought. captive so to to have the mission fulfilled you're going to have to be we are going to have to be very disciplined in our thought life yes because thoughts are like little seeds and seeds grow (laughs) you know well and i love it because we've said this before but it just comes um up again and is worth you know repeating don't let the sun Mm. go down upon your wrath good what does that mean something unsettled in your heart that's right the something put into um a fence offense mm-hmm. offense mm-hmm. is made of, of fences around our heart yeah and sometimes it may not even be something your spouse did it might be something that happened at work it might be something that happened you know in your life that day but if we don't deal with it it's going to come into our marriage it's going to come into because it gets in our heart well and it could be something that was triggered from back in your childhood mm-hmm. it could be something that is cycled in your emotions off Mm -hmm. and on for your entire life yeah as far back as you can remember and the victory Mm -hmm. is in dealing with the thoughts the root the thoughts at the root of it yes there's a thought pattern there's a mindset that's down at the root and that's where the word of god the bible says the word is so powerful yes it'll divide asunder of soul yes. and spirit soul and spirit bone and marrow i mean it'll get right into the, the very heart gritty. it'll sweep the corners out <laughs> it'll get the shot it'll back open out the closet door <laughs> it'll suck the dust off the top of the trim it'll it'll go to all those hard places to reach Every nook and cranny. Or the avoided places, like you said, that proverbial closet that's just so (laughs) stuffed full that you just don't ever want to open it. It's like, oh, do I have to? (laughs) And the Holy Spirit is saying today, yes. That's right. Because it's the truth that sets us free. Free. I mean, who doesn't feel better after some spring cleaning you know where you took the time to pull everything out of the garage and just reorganize it and <laughs> label it and get it all fresh for the summer oh, who doesn't Jesus, feel how better i love you <laughs> <laughs> now i don't like pulling everything out of the garage 
I'm just being honest. I don't enjoy that, but I enjoy a clean, organized, labeled garage. Well, the end result. And I've said this for years, and it is the truth. Disorder mm-hmm. is something you have to constantly work against. Come on, it's always coming at you. It's coming at you. Everything is moving from order to disorder. It's the law of entropy. Oh, yeah, you like to say that. Third law of thermodynamics. Okay. Everything, Mr. Scientist Everything here. is moving from order to disorder, and unless you apply pressure, pressure against that disorder, you have no hope of bringing order. Oh, so when the Bible says that we are to be good stewards. Mm-hmm. Come on. That means that that was his way of saying, keep the pressure, pressure on. on. Push back against the disorder. Push back against it. Push back against this. But you know what? It'd be easier just to sit down <laughs> on the couch and not have to deal with it. That's right. Make a pe- plate of brownies, <laughs> big glass Uh-oh. of milk, go see a movie. No, we go must shopping, push go back. Go on vacation. Get thee behind me, Come Satan, on. with that. Sugar. We can medicate oh, our pain. <laughs> Ka-ching, boom. We can medicate our pain. Oh no, my goodness. We can be healed. And we're kind of joking around here, but you know, some of these things are things that in the nooks and the crannies. And mm-hmm. see, I love how the Word of God is, it's truth and it mm-hmm. sets us free, but it's also based upon our knowledge, our re- relationship, our mm-hmm. revelation, and our thumbprint. Yeah. So just because, you know, um, I'll, I'll just say this this way. Years ago, when Sam was the only one we had before Daniel was even born, there were certain things that we didn't do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Samuel didn't watch TV until after he was two. He was like two and a half years old. And then when he did, he was very limited in what he watched because it was it was nothing on TV. It was only Christian based, word based um, <laughs> videos. Yeah. There was not CDs. There was their VHS. <laughs> and um, at that point in time. There have been some DVDs later, but it's VHS at that point. And VHS whenever he was little. But, um, but here's the thing. I worked, we worked very hard to keep him um, moving in a way. And, and Daniel as well then when he came along. To push back mm-hmm. against the the lies of the enemy that we needed to protect mm-hmm. and keep and and all of that um, just has to do with what we're talking about. Yeah, we, we got to push back against maybe what's popular. Mm-hmm. We got to push back against maybe what's culturally acceptable, and that's that. Resist. We got to push, but we got to provide resistance oh. against. I didn't want to say I forgot oh. <laughs> where I was going with that, but that made me think. I I didn't finish saying what I was wanting to say because I kind of forgot. It well, that's why my, you, That's why you have me. I know. Help me. I'm your perfect fit. You are, and I'm your perfect fit. So here we go. I we worked to maintain the the place of um oh my goodness order 
order. Because we had, you know, we had a little boy, and he liked to string things out. He liked to get things all over the place, and it takes a lot of effort to keep things where they belong and where they came from. And teach them that that is taking care of and being a good steward of what God's given them. Yeah. And I, as a man, I love to string my tools out on a project, get all my tools strung out and every tool out where it needs. And it takes a lot of spiritual discipline and an effort to push back against the disorder mm-hmm. of just leaving them lay, piled up on the workbench, piled up on the shelf, or just on the floor where I was doing the project, but put it back where it belongs. Well, and it's just, it, it, is, it is something that we just have to constantly mm-hmm. be good stewards, be good stewards, be good stewards, be good stewards. And um, it, it helps. Mm-hmm. It helps with, with the clearness of your your heart and your mind, mm-hmm. uh, the the protection of, um, and and you know, <laughs> the protection, the very very protection mm-hmm. of um, our garden, our home. You know, um, there's another scripture here. I was looking for. Um, it talks about Paul, and I may have to quote it to you unless I can find some time to maybe look it up. But Paul said in the book of Acts that he really strived to always keep his heart void of offense towards God and towards man. Hello. He says, herein, I'm quoting, it says, herein do I exercise myself Mm -hmm. to have a heart void of offense towards God, obviously, number one, but also towards man. So that's back to what we were talking at the beginning. You know, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. You know, we're going to have to deal with some things. We're Mm going to have to confront some things. And we just can't let things go unchecked or uh, we've got to provide the necessary resistance or pressure to push back against our heart getting cluttered, cluttered with feelings, cluttered with emotions, cluttered with resentment, cluttered with disappointment, Mm -hmm. cluttered with whatever, busyness, and just let some spring house cleaning take place in our hearts. That's right. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. That's right. He'll get the little broom out and he'll just sweep out those corners. But let's go to Romans chapter 5. Well, maybe you had it pulled (laughs) up already. Let me just say this. You know, in Jewish homes, Mm there is a certain time of the year. That's right. That they would go in and part of their celebration of the Passover was they went in and literally cleaned their home from top to bottom, inside and out, and there was not a speck of dirt. That's right. Speck of dust. Trying to get all the leaven out. All the leaven. That's right. Was out. And you know, we have the benefit of the Holy Spirit to personally lead us and guide us. And, you know, he knows exactly what needs mm-hmm. to be dealt with, what needs to be pruned right. out, what corners need to be swept out, what closets need to be dealt with. All those kinds of things, you know, in our marriage or in our own personal heart, 
Holy Spirit is here to help. And so let's look at Romans 5 here with the time we have left here today, Kim. Romans 5 and 1. I'm going to read the first two verses just just for context, but then we're going to lead right into verse 5 eventually because we quoted it. In fact, this last few weeks we've quoted it a number of times where it talks about the love of God being poured out in our heart by the Holy Spirit. But let's grab the verse in context. Okay. Here's what he says. Context, that means where it is and what it is. Exactly. Why is it there? It's one of the rules of Bible interpretation. That's right. Keep it in context. Keep it in context. Context is key. And make sure that it lines up and there's witness of Mm -hmm. other scriptures that go with it. Let the Bible interpret the Bible. That's right. Romans 5 and 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, because chapter 4 was a great faith chapter in Abraham, so he concludes it. Therefore, rolling into verse chapter 5, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. That's a great root for your marriage to be successful. That's right. Tap the pe- tap that root in your heart, the peace with God. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have access, access. by faith into the grace hmm. in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, it's like one of those commercials. <laughs> and even more. You know, even more. I mean, you think you're just going to get this, but today and today only, even more. And not only that, we also glory in tribulations, mm-hmm. knowing that tri- now it just means trouble, trouble and difficulty, trials and tests. We glory in the midst of tribulations, trials and tests, because they produce perseverance. Mm-hmm. That's that word for patience, perseverance. Mm-hmm. And then perseverance, it does something. It produces character. Character, oh, character. does something. Character. Character. Are you calling me a character? No. She just calls have me, character. She calls me a character sometimes. Just have character. Just have character. And then character, when it works and it's exercised, <laughs> it produces hope. Oh. Hope. Oh. That's right. Joyful, confident expectation. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hello. Now you put that in line with mm-hmm. what you just read. Read that again. Because... We glory in tribulations. Tribulations produce perseverance. Perseverance produces character. And character produces hope. Mm. Now, like you said, hope deferred, that says in the book of Proverbs, hope deferred makes the heart sick. See, this is a lot of times where marital struggles and and challenges come in is the heart's sick. Yes. The heart's sick. Why? Because hope's been deferred. Well, and let me just read on here in the Passion Paraphrase. And, And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy. Come on. Because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in Mm -hmm. us. Kabang. Kabang. Drop the mic. Kaboom. You know, you said cascading. You know what I had an Mm. image of flash in my mind? What? Niagara Falls. Ooh. Can you imagine just looking at Niagara Falls? They say, now we've never been there, but they say when you get there, the sound is almost deafening Mm -hmm. of that water cascading over those falls. Mm. So think about how all of our fears and worries and doubts and irritations can be just drowned out by the cascading sound. 
of God's love in our hearts. Now you put that into perspective and into a picture with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Hope. Yeah. Hope. Mm-mm. Hope. Hope coming back. That's right. To your marriage, Hope to your relationship. Resurrected. resurrected. Hallelujah. Resurrect the very joy mm-hmm. and an excitement yeah. in which you got married in. Yeah. Amen. Coming back. Coming back. Man, can you see it? <laughs> can you envision it? Yes. Can you imagine it? Can you imagine it? Because that's what faith is. Faith is an inward image. Yes. You know, the Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped, hoped for. for. So there's the evidence of things not seen. That's right. Not seen outwardly. No, but inwardly. But inwardly, there's Mm -hmm. a vision. Mm -hmm. There's a vision of what God has said, what God has promised, what God. And here we just read that God has shed abroad his love in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. But it's for the purpose of tribulation to get us through perseverance when we need to persevere and be patient to develop our character. Oh, to get the yuck out of us. Not live by our feelings and our emotions, but by character. Oh, and character of the Word of God. Mm-hmm. You know, it says in the book of Proverbs, I think it's uh, Proverbs 13 and 1, the integrity of the upright will guide them. Mm. So character and integrity will actually guide us. It'll it'll provide direction for our, it'll. It's like a steering wheel That's right. to know how to treat your spouse, how to speak to your spouse, how to make decisions, financial decisions, emotional decisions, all those integrity, character is going to be a guide. That's right. And it's produced, it says, through perseverance. Now, I want to just pause for just a second in what you just said, because I hear someone saying, but you don't know how far gone Mm. my relationship is. You're tuning in today, and maybe you've tuned in just as a last resort. You hit that button um, to listen to the mission of marriage. Mm. Well, here the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, and there is hope. There is hope. There is hope. Mm-mm-mm. And love suffers long. Yeah. It bears up under anything and everything that comes its way. So here's here's what I want you to do. I want you every single day to grab your mate's hand. And if you're not able to do this, you just do it with with the hand of the Holy Spirit. Do it in prayer. But you just declare, thank you, Lord, for helping me to love Mm. and put their name in it. Help me to love Mark Mm -hmm. the way you love Mark. Come on. Help me see Mark the way you see Mark. Yeah. And help me to deal with and love me the way you love me. Boy, that's powerful, Kim. And I will tell you, because we've, we know a, a, a marriage that was on, I mean, multiple people. Multiple counselors, mm-hmm. multiple Christian counselors, Christian marriage counselors told them, 
there's nothing. There's nothing to rebuild. There's with. nothing that can be rebuilt. Yeah. And um, their names were the Travers. And to this day, they have a <laughs> marriage ministry. Yeah. Because one pastor's wife yep. said, God can do this. Nothing is impossible with God. With God. And she encouraged them to go home and to pray a simple prayer together. Yeah. And their testimony, they'll, they tell it. They did not like each other. <laughs> they did not want to be together anymore. They had lost that love and feeling. But God, mm-hmm. there is nothing, I'm going to say this mm-hmm. with all boldness by the Spirit of the Lord that I can say it with. There is nothing that is impossible with God. Amen. No relationship, no marriage, no child-parent relationship, no sibling re- relationship. There is no relationship that cannot be fixed. That's right. Because it can be fixed. It can be healed. With the power of the Holy Spirit. And what they did, Kim, because you've already, I don't want to go back to that prayer because that's the key. Mm-hmm. They prayed. She talked about a simple prayer they prayed. Even though they didn't feel it, even though they had zero emotions, they were actually in the negative realm of, of emotions towards their spouse. They prayed a simple prayer, mm-hmm. and they were they were disciplined to do it for not just weeks. And they didn't even they said they didn't even have all the faith in it. No, <laughs> they just they prayed just, it just to pray it because they were told to they pray were it. Told to pray it, but they were faithful to do exactly what Kim just said. Lord, mm-hmm. help me love, and they mentioned the spouse's name with the love that you have for them, like you love them. Help me see them, and mentioned their name, like you. See them, and then of course I think you added. You know, I've added that. You added the other over part, the years, but it's important. Help me love myself the way you love me, and see myself the way you see me. Because Kim, you minister along these lines so powerfully. You talk about, you know, like the scripture says, we love our neighbor as we love our. <laughs> Self. So if, if you we don't, don't love, love yourself, yourself, your neighbor's in big, bad trouble. And so is your spouse. <laughs> oh, they're your neighbor. <laughs> and so it's so important, that very simple prayer, even if you just do it out of discipline and just desire, even before you have any feelings back in it, God will bring the feelings. God will bring the compassion that comes from Him, which is eternal, unchanging, and faithful. Well, and part of the rest of their their testimony here real quick is this, is that the Lord began to develop inside of them with that simple prayer of Mm -hmm. obedience, that simple petition before the Lord. He, He began to pour agape love for the other cascading over them in in their (laughs) hearts and so it wasn't before long that all of a sudden the feelings lined up with the prayer come on and agape love was the very base of it the tap root of it like we talked about earlier it Mm -hmm. was the tap root of it and everything else came yeah all back. I mean, like they love each other. I mean, they are in their seventies and they love each other 
like no one else. Yeah, and it's it's real. It's, it's genuine, real. It's fresh, genuine. And they have taken their testimony mm-hmm. literally around the world. Around the world. And you know that scripture says, be more than conquerors? Mm-hmm. Well, that means conquering is good. That means you win. But more than conquerors means you help other people win. And they have helped hundreds. That's right. And that's Thousands. our desire. Yes. You know, we're transparent on this podcast. We talk about ourselves. We use our testimony. Why? Because we want you to know just like we've overcome, you can overcome. You can overcome. And we want to give you the tools, give you the just the tips and the things that just little things Holy Spirit gave us to do that are very easy if you mm-hmm. choose to. If you choose to. You can experience that overcoming victory in your marriage. Yes. Amen. So we know that um, God is working. Mm-hmm. And we just want to simply just pray with you right now. Father, we thank you for those that have listened, that have tuned in, that have joined this conversation today. Thank you that you are revealing yourself to them. Truth sets free. And I thank you, Father, for the truth of your word with the moving and helping of the Holy Spirit working through your word that you will perform it. And Father, I thank you that each listener comes away in a new revelation of your agape love and your fulfillment in their life and in their marriage. And so we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, you're blessed. You're blessed. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom. Shalom.